oats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Yes, mazzy doats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Mazzy doats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Yes, mazzy doats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Yes, mazzy doats and dozy doats and little antsy divey, these guys that give the drugs away, what they'll do is they'll give drugs to like people who come into town and stuff, and then they'll break into their house and steal shit because the drugs make them kind of go like catatonic. Usually. Well, yeah, um, it's kind of like then he uh, goes on a damn rampage because he thinks that his wife is getting taken away or his girlfriend gets ta- taken away by these like monsters. In reality, he's like just murdering people. Sloop John B. Yeah. Bad idea. That, I feel like that's going to be kind of difficult. That's uh, what I was trying to say. It will I said, be. When I said Sloop John B, I was saying that is the exact plot of the lyrics of Sloop John B by the Beach Boys. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. It's weird are you being over here? Why? Isn't welcome. Uh, I like Oh, but because you're. Because yeah. you're right there. I'm usually next to Stinky over there. So, uh, welcome back to the Three Fish and a Percolator Twin Peaks podcast. I'm Harrison Coford. This week we do not have McKay Fritz with us, but we have Sorry. McKenna Guttery. That was for you, not for McKay not that being here. That was for McKay not being here. Oh. This is for me. That's right. Yay. That's right. So, I, uh, and Bradley Taylor. That's okay. Um, so... Quick, we're gonna be we're gonna be really quick this week because we've got time constraints upon us at the moment. But we've got Sorry, at least we we've got normal length amount of time that we want usually to do an episode. So we're gonna quickly head on over to the bookhouse on our hog, and all three of us on the hog. Matt Maddie's on the on the um what's it we're called? We're not doing sound effects this all episode, right. so I'm gonna be making all. We're, of gonna, them. we're gonna do a lot of them, but I'll be doing a couple of them. Okay. playing the book out scene right now so you're enjoying, oh, you're accompanying okay. that oh anyway i was saying we're gonna we're gonna ride the uh hog on over to the book house <laughs> okay so in the book house this week we have a little letter waiting for us we don't usually get a ton of these um but i'm gonna respond to this one we got a little email <clears throat> and the email sender is maddieferguson at gmail.com. What? Wait, Rest no. in peace. That's awesome. That's, you guys can look. You guys want to? Oh, That's and it's a little like, spooky. She, he, they wrote a lot. They, they did. They put a lot of thought into I bet we're in trouble. Stuff that we have. Um, I've read this stuff, but it's she is like very much adding her voice to the conversation in a way that I don't mind at all because oh. we're three idiots. And usually sure. we have one smart person here, McKay. But um, <clears throat> I think it's fitting that he's not here to read this email because he would probably be like, I know, I have to deal with these people all the time. So it begins oh, no, with, I'm a little um, hello, I have a few thoughts I'd like to share after listening to your podcast. This is great, by the way. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to frame this at all as a, a vilifying. Uh, number one, I don't think Audrey is calling Coop daddy. She wasn't entirely c- conscious and it wasn't coming in the early 90s. I would agree with that. I, I would definitely. I, I, Wait, when? I think, what, I think we... What was this? When Did I miss n- this part? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yes. you weren't This here. is for the episode that you weren't here, but it might be referring to a couple things that you were involved with. So actually, you're off the hook too. It's just for us. Yeah. But, but um, I really didn't ever think that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think I think we put uh, we 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 definitely put a you like a youthful, naive yeah lens on on that. Um, she says in her diary of Laura Palmer, 
Laura says that Harold reacts with fear to her sexual advances, and she actually has to rape him to get him to have sex with her. Whoa. Harold might be unsettling some ways, but I don't think he's a se- sexual deviant. I agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I think uh, when, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah, he, I feel like I Harold likes to Harold goof around with, like, see, he, he actually grew up in books. So yes, he likes goofing what, around in say. the world of words. But when push comes I don't to shove, he he's like, "Get off of me!" Actually, I think he likes to. Re- I think he likes to retreat from reality for a reason. I think he yeah. likes fantasy more. Mm-hmm. Um, along those lines, just want to qu- say a quick shout out to Harold. Yeah, there's we get no time to mourn. So much happened last week after he died. I even said he got rinsed, which is literally just because it was like we don't have time to talk about Harold dying because so much more stuff was going on. Also, didn't have time to talk about the way that this isn't a big deal. But the way that Catherine comes back, that scene, yeah. that would be the most horrifying shit that could happen to a human being. Oh, yeah. If you're in Pete's Absolutely. position. Absolutely. Also, no time to really process or think about no. that either. No, not at all. So then she goes on to say that Maddie is the daughter of Sarah's sister, Beth. That's right. So she has no rela- actual relation to Leland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, I don't think Sheriff Truman and Lucy have a romantic past. This is directly at me because you guys both said that that's like, not true. Yeah. When he said he'd be down that road before, I think it's just sexist writing. I think that he had, was referring to his own experiences with women. I totally, I, I, one hundred percent think that's there's true. There's been several things on this podcast. What that, you're saying, not what I'm saying. Yeah. There's been several things on this podcast where you've thrown out an idea, and I've been like, ah, nah. <laughs> but like, I think it's just because you are thinking outside of the box. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put every- to mention that you're like, there's been several times where I've thought, well, you're stupid. Well, it's <laughs> that's just, literally not what I'm saying. I'm just I'm saying just, like I don't think that far into it because I haven't I, seen it. Do you not think I like that to, far I like ahead? to think... I like Because I've been thinking about forever. <laughs> Let's continue. I feel like with me, it's like I'm going to throw out every idea I have about this because one of them might stick. Mm. Might. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Because I know that I'm going to... I know I'm going to strike out 99 times, but um, every once you know, in a while it just sounds great. Like, Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. <laughs> she also mentioned that there's a Blue Rose magazine. So she says, you guys have mentioned Wrapped in Plastic magazine, but have you heard of the Blue Rose magazine? It's a Twin Peaks zine that's still being published. Mm. John Thorne from Wrapped in pa- Plastic oh, is involved cool. with this production. And then she gave me the URL. That's nice. The site also has some amazing Twin Peaks books. I get paid next week. I actually still have money from last paycheck. I'm awesome. That's me tomorrow. It's gone. Yeah. Um, Sarah, or should we just? She no, she doesn't know. So that she also said, forgot to add that the reason Philip Gerard went to the men's room to take his medications because he was from a different era. Administering and shot in front of others was seen as in poor taste. I would agree, especially when you're trying to sell something to Mm. someone. I would say that he's probably like, I'm gonna err on the side of not. Yeah. Sticking myself with a needle. These these notes are all from different episodes too. Well, they're all from different episodes. That's cool. She's. I like to think. I like to think that she's like once I have seven. I'm gonna. <laughs> she's I'm like, gonna I don't them. know if if this is still bothering. She's me like, she, episodes, exactly. I'm she's like, I'm gonna, gonna send something. an email of cumulative stuff, not just what I, what I know about traditional men uh, that don't administer medication in front of other people. So this episode was subtitled "Drive with a Dead Girl." Was um, that the end of the te- end of the email? That's the end of the email. Oh, cool. Yeah. cool. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Shout out to Maddie Ferguson. Love hearing from you guys. Even if it's stuff that's like it's say you, something goofy. Especially if it's you like know? saying stuff that <laughs> on the other side of what I'm saying. I think that's why we do this is because I want the conversation. Yeah. So I really I love and appreciate that. Um, so this episode was written by Scott Frost, Mark Frost's brother, which I think is interesting because it has 
a lot to do with Ben and Jerry Horn's relationship, hmm. who are brothers, and a brother wrote it. Okay. It was directed by Zoe's dad, Kayla Deschanel, and what's her sister's name? That was me whistling. Emma. It was. Emma Deschanel? No, Emily. Emily, yep. Who is? Pizza Girl, and from Bones. Um, <laughs> it was re- originally aired on November 17th, 1990. It, uh... It's a wild one. So why don't we just go ahead and uh, let's just jump in, in there. Let's just, let's just let's get let's in. Let's just into it. dip our toes in and then get all the rest of our bodies wet in the water. The, in the fall. <laughs> in the waterfall. <laughs> that was awesome. Don't look at me like that. Do you think it's interesting that this is the first time that the waterfall has been a part of like, the plot? I loved that. Yeah. Oh I love that. Is that where they found her too? In the same... They just found her in the li- in the river, right? Interesting. So they found her off the shore by Pete's above. Oh, really? Laura? Fetching. No, I'm talking about Maddie. Oh, I have no idea. So, like, you know how he got Maddie. stopped by Sorry. the cops? You know how he got stopped by the cops? Leland? Yeah. Yeah. I know he was next to a golf course. He was. Is that not close to the lake? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I think he had like, enough time they... in the day to get to wherever he needed to be. I, I think a lot like how you were last week and how we were the first time we watched the show, the law enforcement's not even considering Leland. Yeah. Which is why Which it's so sucks. smart. It's so brilliantly written. Yeah, Typical law enforcement. <laughs> so, um, Leland puts balls off a green in the living room and Donna and James come over to say goodbye to Maddie. I forgot completely that Donna and James were in this episode. Yeah, they were yeah. briefly. They giggled right at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because they saw the golf balls all over the place. I'm pretty sure they ever. If I came over to a a deceased friend's house and their dad was had golf balls over the living room, I would like literally be like, "I'm telling someone, probably my parents, and I'm gonna see what they like." This is weird. I feel like that would just go in my vault. I'd be like, "This has been difficult for me. I this man is in complete disrepair." Yeah. Seeing like one of your friend's dads in like a position where it's just like. This is a person, and he's freaking falling apart. Yeah. I remember one time, a brief story, there was, like, a friend of mine whose dad had, like, open heart surgery, and, like, we went and visited him and stuff to, like, bring him some food. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen, like, someone who's like, this is just someone's dad. They're always the same. They always are this way, and it's like, man, I've never seen this guy in such, like, disrepair. It's crazy. Life experiences like that can be so startling yeah. actually you know what now that you say that i think it would i would have the the more of the perspective of like oh this sucks yeah for you then like this guy's yeah. out of his mind no, that's you, why i say you, that's I would, why it's so dang i'd like put it in the brilliant. vault i'd just be like i can't think about what that guy's probably trying to deal with right now mm-hmm. i have never considered that aspect of grief in the show of like giving complete like full room to Leland. Everyone in town is so accommodating to whenever he's dancing and singing. That's so true. Wow. Because it's just like I don't want to be that guy. Great addition to that. Okay. Um. Are those new shoes? Are they? Uh, yeah. My name is Leo. Um. These are new shoes. Actually, new shoes. I got them this week. Ha, new shoes. I got new a. I've got a little tape recorder or a little tape that I recorded on in the heel. That's awesome. If you want to come get them? They're so comfy. Is that where that message nice. from? Yes, that he was listening to today. What's his name? Bubby. Hank. Is that from Hank? The message? No, that's a that's it's a recording that Leo did when he was talking to uh, 
Ben Horn. Oh. Because anyone who deals with this shady business in this town is ready to double cross on the person they make a deal with. That's true. So particularly if that person is Ben Horn, <clears throat> especially if yeah, everyone's trying to uh, like dunk on him mm-hmm. today or it, in this episode of Twin Peaks, it was like that, like in the NBA, if there's ever like a point guard or just any, I guess I was to say, I'm not going to specify by position, but if anyone playing basketball, like someone dunks on them and like their crotch just goes right into their face. Oh. That was Ben Horn, like by four different people yeah, in this episode. Yeah, law enforcement, Catherine, ah. Bobby, so Pete Martell, <laughs> Pete Martell. Ah. So, um, I have something to show you. <laughs> Gross. The sound of Pete Martell's nuts hitting his forehead. <laughs> so Leland tells Donna and James that they just missed uh, Maddie. Sarah calls him up, and when Leland returns, he tells James and Donna they can write Maddie. Which is like such an old man thing to well, say. I, I know. I, oh, I, I, I know you forgot to see her, but you can write her a letter it's, by it's, pigeon. It's funny. It'll go on the Pony Express. It should catch up to her. Stop. It's funny because he can't say you could call her. I know. Yeah, he like, couldn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore a hundred years oh of, of technology and say you can send her a letter. That's funny. So <clears throat> he adjusts his tie in the mirror, and Bob stares back at him. Leland picks his packs his club into his. Golf bag with Maddie's body, which he places in his convertible's trunk. He puts the top down and drives away. The the fingers ugh, are so unsettling. And oh yeah, just like the I was gonna say it has a dope license plate, but yeah, yeah, also that centennial um, celebration. I feel like <laughs> I like asked what it had on it, and you immediately just because I noticed it too. I was like, oh, that's sick, and then you're like, what does it say? I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say, but just because. You're going to save it for a Patreon listeners. Well, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of his behavior in this episode particularly comes from a place of just like pure like mental breakdown. Oh, it's yeah. like complete disbelief as to what's going on. Totally. I won't go into that further, but we'll just continue. Thanks for saving us. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, ben brushes his teeth in jail and Jerry enters saying he'll be handling Ben's case personally as Leland is under suspicion of murder himself. It's true. Suspicion. He... Um, I thought they acquitted guilty. him. Or yeah. what did they do? They were like, we're going to come back to you. We'll get back to you. Yeah. When you're... A little bit of white privilege. <laughs> being like, you're fine. We'll get back to this. They, um, I, that guy just didn't matter. That, <laughs> he just well, it didn't it was Jacques matter. Renault. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> um, ben if you keep talking about Jacques Renault, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> That's... I'm No. Yeah. I'm going to embarrass you at this party. Ben says he was with Catherine the night of Laura's death and the brothers reminisce about Luis Dombrowski dancing in their room with a flashlight when they were kids. McKenna, I want you to give us five minutes on Luis Dombrowski. What? Give us your dissertation. What's, what are your thoughts on Luis Dombrowski on her, on her hook rug dance? Wait, oh. You're talking about Babysitter Lady? Uh-huh. It's How I Dance. That, it literally is How I Dance. It was kind of interesting how they got footage of you from the future. Yeah, with socks on. I yeah. usually have to have socks on when I dance. When you dance on a hook rug. It was like, and it was a little bit um, Tina vibes, Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Because she kept on like doing this like swirly thing. 
It reminds me of the church lady dance that Dana Carvey does after the church lady. I, I didn't mean to bring up iCarly so quickly again, <laughs> but heavy Gibby vibes from the kids. Heavy Gibby, well, yeah, heavy Gibby vibes. There's no other Gibby. There's only heavy Gibby. Heavy Gibby. <laughs> heavy Gibby vibes. You laughed at that like the way that they laugh on like NPR <laughs> when they're like, you know, what I'm talking about the SNL, the sweaty balls. balls. Yeah. So um, sorry. Lucy returns with her sister Gwen and Gwen's baby. Gwen sucks. She we'll get into neat, that more later. But yeah. Cooper makes She's a voice neat. note Lucy about the sucks one-armed man. Also, though, so sorry. Huh? Cooper makes a voice note about the one-armed man as Leland dances around the lobby with his golf club. Harry tells him that he they have arrested Ben. Leland tries Very to- Jack Nicholson Joker with this with like the cane and oh, whatnot, yeah. dancing in so like the perfect. art museum, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They need to make an edit. Yeah. Like just kind of like flip flopping. Whoever they are. Whoever they are need to make. Needs Batman to make came out in '89. That's oh my. That's weird to think that that wait, movie wait. is only two years older than oh, the show. Crazy. It's like one year older. Yeah, actually. it feels like way older. I know. It's really wild. That's crazy. Um. Wow, so Leland weird. leaves to cry and laugh in the hallway, and Cooper asks him to let him know if he remembers anything unusual about Ben's behavior the night of Laura's death. Do you guys get? The feeling that subconsciously Cooper is like keeping an eye on Leland now. Yes. That whole interaction is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he's laughing Cooper's like, I'm going to go see yeah. what's going on here. This is very interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. He's sus. This is what I'm Super saying sus. is like the most horrifying and infuriating thing. It's like basically what I feel like Vertigo like taps into is like, what if you were trying so hard to be like, and Cooper's doing everything to be like spiritually like in tune with what's going yeah. on to avoid this ever happening again and also figure out what has happened. Yeah. And it's just horrifying for it to be like unfolding again yeah. in front of his nose. And it's already yep. happened and he is like slowly like totally like he's oblivious to well, it. Well, it, it's, it's, he's got the, he's got this serious nature, this whole episode of like, yeah, I was gonna I, say. like, or well, uh, no, he doesn't. Well, the giant says it is happening again. And at the end of the episode, they find out that my, Maddie's dead. So he's got this feeling of like, how the f did I let this slip between my fingers? Yeah, yeah. How and we don't even it? we don't get to see his reaction, but it does feel like this whole episode he's kind of like trying to move quickly. Like yeah, I feel like, like I'm running I've out already of time. lost something. Like something yeah. something's wrong. Oh, he's like got so much like internal conflict though, especially with like the persecution of um of Ben. Ben. Yeah. He's just like. I don't know, but I need He's to just know. like, Ben's a good guy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, <laughs> he's a well, nice no. guy. He's my friend. He's a nice guy. He's my actually, friend. Actually, probably he's, my father-in-law here soon, so I, is it, He's <laughs> actually not that close with Ben because last episode they had that like whole, like, you can see Audrey tomorrow. Yeah. Ugh. Um, they so, also had that conversation where he's like, is, is this of a personal nature? And he's like, Audrey has her way with man. I can't remember what he says, but yeah, everybody falls for it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. As soon as Harry and Cooper are out of sight, Leland resumes his dancing. <clears throat> Dr. Hayward prepares to administer a blood test to Ben and Jer- to Ben and Jerry protests Ben's treatment. Cooper recites Jerry's shoddy history of his law practice and shows Laura's secret diary to Ben. A book. A book. A book. A book. <laughs> yeah. He's like really great. What is this? A book. A, a book. book. I, I'm going to be honest great. with you. Ben and Jerry are like scene stealers. Yeah. yeah. When they're they together, kind of like in the pilot, they remember when they're together. walking around Hank? Yes. 
It's they're so good together. That really makes me mad. That really makes me mad. And just the one of the, the greatest scenes in the this show ever is when they all have the sandwiches oh and they, he starts doing the worm. Which I don't. Did we did we bring it up last week that um. When Jerry in general, when, you never, I got to give Jerry credit because you almost never see Jerry by himself. So yeah. saying that Ben and Jerry are scene stealers, probably true. Yeah. But just Jerry is just great. Yeah. Jerry is really great. It's almost, I, I don't what know. What were you, you talking about though? You were I was going to say, I don't think I brought this up last week, but when Ben's like trying to evade the cops, he's like, I'm going to out uh, for a sandwich. Oh, yes. No, it's a callback no. to their sandwich love. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, yeah. The, I just no, love that idea. No. I'm going to go He through. says it no. like, like Norman. No. Like Norm, no. Norma Bates being brought no. down to the basement. Norma, uh, Norma Jennings Bates. You think I'm fruity, do you? No. 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 Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's great. Or Ryan Gosling and the Nice Guys. So. <laughs> we talked about um, So they show him Laura's secret diary to Ben specifically the page where she says she will expose him. Ben tells Cooper he's way out of line. Ben and Jerry talk privately, and Jerry recommends he get a better lawyer. Hilarious! Hilarious. As yeah, your brother, your friend, and your attorney, I suggest you get a better lawyer. <laughs> Bobby listens to the tape found on Leo's boot while wearing a do rag. He finds evidence of Ben's deal with Leo to set fire to the mill. He makes a copy of the tape to Have take to Ben. Oh. Leo breaks something, and Bobby tells Shelley he has business ambitions. Have you guys watched Atlanta? Yeah. Atlanta. A little bit. I think love that show. But there's a whole episode where a character, the entire episode is talking about like going to this job interview. He's wearing this do rag the entire episode. And then when they cut to the law in or the, the job interview, it's like this beautiful crane shot from behind his head of his hair wavy. Oh yeah. And then going in front of him. It's just it reminds me of that as like Bobby is planning on starting a new business yeah. as well Wave it's like check. it's it's uh, yeah he's like i gotta make so sure stupid. i got my waves for tomorrow he looks hilarious wait have you do you guys know thundercat the band yeah yeah dragon ball do right oh mm-hmm. amazing song. <sighs> song anyways um so he makes a copy of the tape to take to ben leo breaks something and bobby tells shelly he has business ambitions he also licks ketchup off her sternum which I feel like I know, it's peanut butter and jelly is what I thought it was. Maybe oh, it's ketchup. ketchup and peanut butter, right? Am I oh, right? Be ketchup, ketchup and peanut, peanut butter? butter. Ketchup and mustard is what I said. Oh. <laughs> 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 what I said. Ketchup what I and mustard. He's editing it out was right that not, now. Was that not ketchup and mustard? I don't know. I thought I that it know. was peanut butter and jelly. It looks like it looks fruity to me. So you look fruity to me. Dang! <laughs> what is up with my eyes? I don't know. Anyways. Because I, I, I thought that the red of the ketchup was supposed to be reminiscent of Maddie last episode. Yeah, yeah no, it's supposed to be shocking and gross. She's there. She's. Um, we can talk more about that if you guys want. Like, we can talk about Shelly like, more. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you took some notes. I know that you don't have Kenna's cute Cooper corner well, anymore. You've got Kenna's <laughs> sexy Shelly corner. Sexy Shelly corner. Sexy horns department store Hayward horny horn corner. Horner. Horny horn, horn corner. Horn, 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 horny horner. <laughs> horny horn, horn. Okay, Norma's Stupid. mother. Norma's mommy, Vivian, Mama. visits oh, her at the diner s- and eats a bite off of Toad's plate. <laughs> <laughs> she introduces Norma to her new husband, Ernie Niles. I don't like the name Ernie Niles. No. Um, Both those names are bad, and together they're worse. What am I thinking of with someone's name is Needles? Needles? Back to the Future. Needles? Anyway, I don't know why. They, whose name is Needles in that? There's a there's one of uh, Biff's like goons. Goonies is named Needles. Really? Or at the end of the movie, or at the end of the third movie, when he does that like drag race with that guy, 
yeah. where you're like, well, how is this movie not over yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, sorry. There's a character in uh, Attack and the Power of Juju whose name is Pins and Needles. He throws needles at you. That's for all of the I grew up in Boston. Well, actually, I grew up in video games. (laughs) Video games. Video games. So, uh, Ernie Niles leaves her a betting tip when they leave for the Great Northern. Life is like a video game. Northern Hotel. I got all the cheat codes. I got the cheat codes. (laughs) Life is exactly like a video game. Exactly. I've got all the cheat codes. It's not A, B, up, down, left, right. right, It's waking up every morning. Come here. Come here. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm the the number one (laughs) (laughs) So Gerard shakes himself awake and asks his nurse for water. An officer walks in to check on him and Gerard beats him over the head and escapes out a window. James Woods. check. Yeah, his his prison, his uh, his guard uh, definitely looks like James Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, long live the new flesh. Hank enters the diner, and Norma says he is forty eight hours late. <laughs> what? I'm made of digital flesh. What was Hank doing? Oh, Hank got captured at One Eye Jacks. Huh? We haven't seen Hank for two episodes because he got captured at One Eye Jacks oh, when they did that raid. Yeah. Remember he was yeah, he was hired by. Ben Horn to watch over when oh, I Jack to make sure. Yes, Hank. I was thinking of Sheriff Truman for some honk. reason. Honk if you're honk. honk. Yeah. Honk if you're Hank. So That's the sound of the honks. Vivian helps in the back and Hank tries to explain his business and Norma softens. But Vivian, the business is personal. Yeah. Business. Yeah. Dang it. I'm so sorry. I'm dropping the oh. You can edit it so it's You got like, personal business. Right there. Anyways. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, so Pete visits Harry <laughs> at the office while Harry watches a woodpecker through his binoculars. Pete tells Harry that Josie is gone and that he loves her. Pete says, I don't care. Now, uh, Harry tells Pete care. about her assistant, Mr. Lee, whom Pete supposes to be Jonathan, who was introduced to Pete as Josie's cousin. Cooper reports that Gerard is missing and he had knocked the deputy out. Andy enters to find Lucy watering the plants and carrying a baby, causing him to faint. A lot, whole lot going on there. Yeah, it's like it's interesting that Andy thinks that babysits. It's interesting that yeah. Andy thinks the babysits. Well, he found out he's a whole damn town, and I think he he's forgot. Like, Here's one of the residents. It's so, fu- <laughs> it's so funny that he had to see a baby for it to register that he needs to talk to Lucy about a baby that doesn't exist yet. Oh my gosh, that won't be alive until it's born. Because Lucy thinks that the impregnated egg was Dick Tremaine's. I want that character to disappear. He basically I can't is, wait is till he gonna back. come back. No. Can't wait. Hey, what do we tell you? There's a slump. Alright? And he's in the slump. <laughs> He'll he be he's a shining slump. Sl- he no, was already he's not, he, in the slump. There's so many. No, we got one episode until I can already like see the, the stems. He's a silver lining. Oh yeah. Coming. Oh yeah. Gwen was it's, the premonition. She's yeah. the red flag. Oh gosh. She's the giants coming she's to us the, saying she's it the is black happening dog. again. Just, um. But yeah. Andy what what, is what so is that funny. called in Harry Potter? That bad. I don't know. Bad omen. No. What it's a. Uh, he's got. The it's like that kid is talking about it in the tea leaves. And like that dolly in on him oh, before it transitions. Oh yeah. It's called. Yeah. The ball rock. I can't remember what it's called. Who plays her again? She's so famous. She's not just like Emma Thompson dumb. is the is the permanent is the incantation teacher, 
But it's Emma Thompson from what? From Cruella out this weekend. I'm so um, excited. Oh, Emma Thompson goodness. from. Oh, I didn't know that you thought that um, movies about women didn't matter. Uh, so anyway, uh, live action no, no, recreations of animation are always heartless, gutless piles of trash. Brad just it's wants okay, the dogs. Though. Like it's like a new movie. Anyway, you just can enjoy. It's you know. the gray, the grim, the grim. It is called the Grim. Gwen is the oh, Grim for not, the, for not the next the gray where the second half Liam Neeson yeah. punches animals with pieces of airplane. Yes, which is not a horrible film. Not a horrible film. No, no, not it's not a horrible it's actually film. Pretty at all. Great, that movie's pretty badass. Good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, good. What movie is the Gray. Oh. <sighs> Fights what, wolves guys, with pieces what I'm trying of airplane to say, taped to his hands. What I'm trying to say right now is that Pete <laughs> visits Ben in his cell yeah, and Pete. plays a tape of Catherine's voice. She says she will testify on his behalf in exchange for him signing over the Ghostwood Estates. Ben throws around the furniture in the cell. Pete has never been campier, and I love no, he's it. He's so happy. Um, he just found out his wife is not dead. Yeah, and Ben goes to, full Green Goblin. He does, but so does Pete a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's Everyone's true. Everyone's going nuts. Everyone's true full Green Goblin. Okay. Leland drives in his convertible like my wife, singing and swerving. Cooper and Harry pull him over. Actually, you know what's hilarious is that Sarah, so she's a second grade teacher, she got pulled over in front of her school one day on her way to school because she was, she was dancing and driving. Oh. That's hilarious. So that's, that's really she, she is Leland. That's so That's Sarah. sweet. Imagine it's getting actually pulled really over. Adorable. The police are like, something's got to be up with this woman to be this happy. Something's wrong. Well, like, I got to know what's And one of her sense. students was walking by and went, oh! <gasps> Mrs. Coford and kept That's walking hilarious. and the police officer was like, okay, and you get a warning this one time. <laughs> Next time, okay, I'm going to beat the horrible. crap out of you in front of your students. God. It's a deal. So I'm the law and my name... Watch it, kid. <laughs> my name is Andy Brennan. Cooper and Harry pull him over. Leland says that he remembers that he and Ben were working late the night Laura died and that Ben stepped out of the room to have an angry phone conversation about a dairy. Cooper sur- surmises he must mean a diary. Harry answers Lucy that on the phone, police radio. Leland offers to show Cooper his new clubs, but Harry says that they have found Gerard, so Cooper leaves. Leland adjusts his rearview mirror, and Bob smiles at him. This is the best Did scene. you think that Leland was really going to kill Cooper? I no. I did when I first watched it. I thought he was going to The way that he's racing him. that golf club, I'm like, yeah. right now, like Harry definitely has a gun. Yeah. For all of the people that I Bob, so. as an evil entity, I guess wants not. to like kill, it's so funny because that's the funny thing about like this entity. It doesn't seem very self-preserved. Yeah, you know what I mean. It seems very impulsive and very like personal. You know. Yeah. Yep. And it's just like concerned with accomplishing like whatever's the most like passion filled like thing that it can do it doesn't go out of its way to like impede what like law enforcement is doing or like no, impede yeah. Agent looking, Cooper or anything looking past like the you know the intensity that they're trying to get here with you like knowing that the dead body's back there yeah like looking past that like I don't know what the purpose of him doing that was yeah. besides to kill him I feel like it, it's almost like he's I living on the edge kind of like how he's he just, dr- like, maybe like, he heals him yeah also I a think little so bit. I, I think, think he's perverted if, if there's like that. a good part Bob of is. him if yeah. there's a good part in Leland at all like he wants to get caught you know yeah, yeah so maybe it is like this internal thing where he's like I'm gonna show you the golf clubs that's it but then Bob's please like, no, stop me maybe. someone please yeah. stop me get caught. like for the love of God I don't want to have to keep doing this you know what's interesting that I so last week I mentioned how I think that Bob and Leland act separately in the same body yeah 
And I thought of something during this episode that I wanted to point out just now. So one reason why I think Bob and Leland are separate agents is because when Bob kills someone, he puts a note on it under their finger. Leland doesn't. Leland killed Jacques. Yeah, that's true. Bob Leland killed, killed Maddie, yeah. Laura, and Teresa Banks. Good Good point. That's an interesting point because Leland killed Jacques. Yeah. Yeah. Leland did Leland that. Leland believed that Jacques killed. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. But clearly, there's enough going on that's ungluing this man from the inside, that like he's able to commit murder of his own free when, will. When Cooper brings up Laura's murder, and the fact that they arrested Ben Horn, he starts crying before Bob takes over and starts laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he. Leland's I don't know about like, that. Oh, I, I mean, I agree. I think that's very possible. I think he's just becoming completely unglued the same oh, one that's dancing in the hallways is the he's, same leland that's he's, laughing he's he's losing he's just like complete I, this composure. is so ridiculous there's, there's no way i just killed my niece left. i mean sarah yeah but i mean she all she does is go at the top of the stairs and say leland and go, go. <laughs> <laughs> so gwen tells we Andy, haven't seen a single like sorry to interrupt you not a single intelligible sentence from sarah since like the first couple episodes, actually, she did have a conversation with Maddie on the couch. True. That's right. That was it. Yeah, twice. Whatever. I'm saying Su- she get look. She's too busy tripping and seeing white horses. Okay. Yeah, I would true. like. I would like if, if if Dave Lynch's new show was all about Sarah Palmer, I would be all in. Okay. Just By the way, um, apparently Laura Dern mentioned in an interview a couple weeks ago that David Lynch keeps trying to get her to take a role where she has to shave her head. Gwen tells Andy about her history with fainting while he tries to tell Lucy about his new sperm test. However, Lucy does not confirm that Andy is the father. I need to talk to you about my sperm. I need to talk to you about my sperm. I love how sperms. she's like, that's all men talk about. I'm like, like <laughs> indirectly, yes, but directly but, not at Gwen, all. Gwen, <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense. I didn't even know I had sperms until last week. <laughs> So how could I be Gwen talking imagines, about them all the time, bitch? Gwen imagines that average masculinity is the scene in season one when they're at the gun range talking about women, but instead they're all just being like, sperm, am I right? Oh my gosh. You know what reminds me of shooting guns? Shooting loads out of my dick. That's what it reminds me of. She's like the sperm gun. Yeah. That's what she thinks of her baby boy. That mm-hmm. is so Which, ridiculous. Yeah. The first it's, time it's I held rough. my son, I realized I brought another evil man into that the world. That's so funny, though. That's fair. That's really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> One day this little shit will grow up to be a horny bastard. <laughs> and there's nothing I can do. <laughs> He's true. already there. <laughs> if you've had a son, I imagine that's what it's like. That's true. The officers have Gerard in the same room. As Ben and he... As Ben and he says... Why does... That Ben is not Bob. As Ben and he says Ben, ben is say, not Bob. As he and Ben say that, that he's not Bob. Oh, so that was your Jerry point. insists that they uh, that they either charge Ben or let him go, so the sheriff charges him with the murder. <laughs> Benjamin um, Horn, I'm charging you with the murder with of anger. Laura Palmer. You gotta think for about no damn reason. <laughs> I think I think Harry is 100% justified in. He's just tired of. And, well, he's like, dude, he's I like, gotta I find get, this yeah. person. And he's like, I just want to arrest. Someone, please. Hey, you, so, have you seen? Do you remember those? Uh, this is. I'm not. Tr- I know this is kind of an untimely time to bring up what I'm about to say. But did you ever see those SNL skits back when 
uh, Obama was president, and it would be Joe Biden is a whiny teenager. He's like, you don't let me go anywhere. No, that's oh, hilarious. <laughs> so that's what made me think of just that's now. It'd be really funny, funny if there's a sheriff don't Truman. Don't let me arrest anyone. I'm so tired of all your mumbo jumbo about research and evidence. And yeah. I just want to arrest this guy. I've been following you since speaking of Cooper pulls, <laughs> uh, speaking of Cooper pulls Harry aside and tells him that he does not believe Ben killed Laura. But I love how Cooper is still like. It, this is your backyard. You know what? This Do is what you your. Want. This is your. Th- well, he, he is, <laughs> We were joking during while we were watching it that Cooper's going to be a dick like, about it and make fun of everything that's yeah, important to yeah. me. Yeah, Coop- just arrest whoever you or want. Or he's like, he's like the moody girlfriend who says that like it's okay if the guy like, yeah, does something, totally but then right. just pouts for the rest it of the day leaves. about it. Oh yeah, you you can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, fine. Oh yeah, arrest whoever you want. Yeah. This is your backyard, yeah, anyways. Fine. It's fine. Um, where do you want to go out to eat? Wherever you want to go. Huh? I know. I don't care. Oh, we're still doing that. Oh, you want to go to you want to go to Outback Steakhouse? That's where you want to go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. To be fair, going out to Outback to Steakhouse Northern? on a whim—that's a stupid thing to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna speed through this next paragraph because it um it's a dude sucks. Norma, Hank, Vivian, and Ernie di- finish dinner. Norma and Vivian leave for the restroom, and Hank and Ernie catch up, having previously met in prison. Oh, unbeknownst to their wives. Oh, oh, Ernie says he met Vivian at a Republican fundraiser and that she wants him to handle all of her investments. Ernie says he's clean now and that Vivian does not know his history. Hank asks to meet with Ernie later. The women come back and Hank toasts the success of the newlyweds. Cool. Cooper makes a voice note saying he is cool to cracking the case. He grabs his gun to answer a knock at the door. It's Audrey. Who asks if Ben did it. Saying that her father is ashamed of her. Cooper stops her from saying something about One-Eyed Jackson answers the phone. Okay, what Audrey was trying to say... Was I love you. Nah, she was trying to say I was not touched by the wind while I was at One-Eyed Jacks. Yeah. She's like, I, I, I just want you to know I, I, I didn't let anyone... I love how Cooper's like... It's really sad. He doesn't say I don't care. But it's like... That's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. And he's so... He's just great to her. I think he's her. honestly, like, pretty stressed out about the case at this point. Oh, yeah, but I, I also so think that so he like, wouldn't... I don't think... And her, her hot ass he, jumping in on his bed yeah, and being all like, sexy is like, I can't right now, me. please. Yeah. You're catching me at my weakest moment. I, I just took a go. shower. So, I think... His hair is white. I think... Um, he was also shirtless when this scene started. He also got shot, like, what, six days ago? Yeah. I just think it's just it's more for the fact that I in my mind Cooper is the perfect man see we picked the wrong Marvin Gaye song to sing because what Cooper really needs is sexual healing yes he does did you know do you know the origin of that song no Marvin Gaye was like kind of at this point in his life when he wrote that song he was being kind of a deviant like just Mm -hmm. like orgies and like just crazy sex stuff all the time one of his friends was like Dude, you need sexual healing. Like, you need to like chill and like repair yourself. He's like, I'm gonna use that, that phrase for the wrong song. for the yeah. wrong reasons. Sick. That's a cool <laughs> phrase. Not to heal myself from my like, He's like sexual dilemma. Yeah, He's that's like, hilarious. That's like uh, um, another video game reference. Um, someone made a uh thing for Left for Dead two or Left for Dead or something. I don't know. I never played it. But every time you would, like, heal someone, it would be like, sexual healing. <laughs> really? I grew up in Boston. Well, actually, I grew up in... Video games. <laughs> so, um, 
So he stops That's Audrey from talking. any man born after 1993. <laughs> he leaves and tells Audrey to go to her room and lock the door. Cooper arrives at a crime scene with Sheriff Truman as a forensic team pulls Maddie's body out of a plastic bag. Ah! Um, Wrapped in freaking plastic. Pretty heartbreaking stuff at the end. It sucks because the episode totally was about character relationships. Hmm. You know what just happened to me? I just like... Got depressed? Yeah. and That you I, know who the killer is? Well, yeah, but like I just like had a flashback to the very first episode, how I felt when I watched the first episode... Seeing Maddie, wait, seeing Laura. Laura wrapped in plastic. Wow, I don't know. I'm about to pass you up with a question right now about something that I felt when I first watched the show. Do you feel more emotionally attached to Maddie than Laura? Well, yeah. Same with me. I think for sure because at this point when I was watching it, I was like, this hits me so much harder than the I've Laura Palmer does. I acquired almost like a like a feeling towards Laura. Just because I it's know like the rest of the town loves her and stuff, but, but I'm kind of like you weren't like, there. There's a lot of drama with you, and I'm but you weren't there, and you need to shut no, 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 up. No, no, I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm agreeing with you. And yeah. here's the pro. Here's why I don't want you to feel bad about that. We, watching the show from this perspective and from the first season, second season, we never had the time to fall in love with Laura. Yeah. We've only found out her dirty secrets. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's that's why I feel like reading Laura Palmer's secret diary is re- really important. That's why Fire Walk Walk With Me is so important. important. Yeah. Because for me, probably the most, like, I ever got, like, I was like, dang, this show's trying to do something to me right now, was when I watched the pilot again. After Fire Walk After watching everything. And I was just like, this sucks. This sucks. Everyone cared about this person so much. This sucks. Yeah. Dude, also, it's so wild. No one talks about how effing charitable she was. Yeah. Meals on Wheels, Johnny Horn. That's all the so stuff, true. just like, she's so nice, I everyone. I can't discredit that. That's No, I, yeah. but you haven't ever, I mean. No, 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 no. But I know We're that. not coming on you at all because it's like, from your, from when we first watched it, it was like. When I, I first watched it, yeah, Maddie dying episode, was just like shocking and really sad. The well, first episode, you don't even know this person episode, is. The first episode, I did feel sad about it because I was like, oh, it's like. But then it grew into like, you are snaky. I don't it's know It's because you, you. you get Cooper's perspective. Yeah. We, we know Twin Peaks the exact amount that Cooper does. Yeah. Well, the first episode you learned about her that was that she was like sleeping with multiple people and then she was using cocaine. Yeah. So you're like, oh, there's some sneaky stuff happening with you. Yeah. Which doesn't make someone's death less no, sad. Absolutely. But no, we no, just no, haven't, no. we don't get any, but it makes, spend any time with her. We don't get yeah. any of the good stuff. Yeah. It makes you more sad because it's kind of yeah. like, oh crap! What? Well, it just feels it feels just as sad as like an episode of CSI where someone dies at the beginning and you're like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. yeah. Cleaning lady. Oh no! Yeah. Is this? Have you seen that episode of The Office when he he auditions for Sweeney Todd and oh, his yes. audition is he plays a cleaning lady at the beginning of Law and Order? <laughs> Wait, that's oh, so is funny. this a dead body? Anyway, <laughs> so remember that that's that freaking John Mulaney thing about. The guy who's too busy unpacking a truck to speak to homicide detectives. <laughs> oh, Ramirez. Yeah, I remember him. Did something happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's time for us to head on over to the Red Room for some supernatural forces inside. Woo! Red Room. Red Room. Red Rum. Red Rum. Red Rum. It's comical how he gets in that movie. Red Rum. I know. Red Rum. Red Rum. It's so good and scary though. Holy cow. Uh, did I tell you? Did I? Did I talk about this last? Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyways, go ahead. Brad, broken record, Taylor. No, it doesn't matter. Are you talking about the H.G. Wells short story? Yes. So, um. 
Not that much. I guess just the Bob stuff. Bob's. And it's Medina. just the, Bob's the one armed man freaking out. Um, but he's I know, but it's he's just... sniffing Ben Horn up and down he to try to see. Deputy. Yeah. Sniffing Ben Horn up and down to try to smell Bob. Yeah. Crazy. I'm just gonna say this right now. There it's supernatural are... that Andy was ever able to have sex with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> There's some supernatural forces at play. Yo, Andy's sperm count going up is pretty supernatural. Spooky. That's not natural. Not in, not in them genes. That's supernatural. Not when you're caked up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he's under the table? Like, this is yes. very personal. Oh Please God. don't ask me where these came from. The genes. Um, hammy Andy. So, hammy the Andy. thing about the supernatural forces in Twin Peaks, uh, what I was going to say, this isn't necessarily a supernatural force, Actually, you know, it's totally a supernatural force because Philip Gerard, his perf- the performance of the one-armed man is never bad. Yeah. No, it's always he amazing. Steals scenes like abandoned. Even when they try to make it like uncomfortable or awkward and be like, "Isn't this silly?" Like last, when he's last when they're all lined, they're up, all lined yeah. up and it's just a well, long take. And, and Jerry Horn is looking at him like, "What do you I want from me? Like, what is going on?" It still is amazing. Like, it still mm-hmm. works really well. I watched an episode of the X Files where there was a character who was a quadruple amputee. Actually, I didn't look up if the actor was actually quadruple amputee or not. Just quadriplegic is that like quadruple like quadruple amputee? Quadriplegic. Quadriplegic. The same thing. Quadriplegic. Um. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. They shortened it. Yeah, they did. And I chose to go long. Go like long. Like I do in football. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> shout out to Like Snake. I do in sports. Yeah. Sports I play. Anyway. I did that in the sports game. It was so sick. Right. I don't know if you guys hear by my voice, but I'm like Andy. My sperm count just went up. I went to sports. That's funny. Every time I do something maximum, I'm like, oh my, my gosh. It's my like Lilo and Stitch oh, 2, yeah. you know, where they yeah. keep drawing the level of how much he's going crazy on Lilo and Stitch 2. You know what I'm talking about? Is this Stitch got a glitch? I just, I just yeah. Stitch, Stitch got a glitch. Makes me cry harder than Aww. any film ever. Really? I mean, I remember I watched that uh, sleepover with a bunch it. of boys once, and we were a all weeping, and we're all just like, "Well, it's right, and we watch this." <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is that the there's a quadriplegic in this episode of the X Files. I didn't look up if he's, if he's actually a quadriplegic, so I can't speak to that. But his performance was like incredible too. I was just like, it's heartbreaking that actors like this who have like handicaps like this aren't given just any role because. Philip Gerard is he's just so good. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I just love any Wait. scene his characters in. It makes me excited. That's kind of scary to think of how many act like actors are are like that are out there that are just like fantastic a- actors that because happen to be amputees yeah. and it's like they can't work that into the there's story. Th- a couple like maybe oh my gosh, almost eight years ago. I if there's this. any of them, it might be a small demographic, I don't know. But if there's any of them, that seems strange and yeah. seems sad. I was Eight years ago, I'm just realizing this was eight years ago, I went to this improv comedy show. Um, yeah, I like had total game in high school. But so I um, went to this improv comedy show and there was a there was a uh, quadriplegic there performing. You in front of improv comedy show? And he was the funniest person there, like easily. Really? And completely watching it, I think I can speak for like the audience, disillusioned the fact that he was a quadriplegic. I just forgot. And like he was just, he was just, like stupid funny and i just kept thinking the whole time i was just like great as i'm so glad this guy has a spotlight here but like how many people aren't given the spotlight who have this talent or just have like limitations yeah man. wait that's so weird 
Because this this is an actor that I would love to see in a bunch in of anything. different things, and it's just because anything. no one's creative enough or like allowing that because it's just like that'll just be distracting. Yeah, you know, which sucks. By the way, I want to re-mention his name. It's Al Strobel. He plays Phil Gerard. Also, it kind of just goes to make it more like fair. It's like how many movies could have had like really great actors in them? And they're just opted for pretty people instead. Yeah. They're just like, man, eh, they're hot. We'll just put hot people in it. How many and... times could the leading man have been Paul Giamatti? <laughs> yeah. Low key, top five. I guess if you're saying time. Paul Giamatti's not a hot guy, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're if you're really like I, bending over I backwards. I love that Paul Giamatti's this. like listening to this and then he's just like, damn it, I didn't need this today. This. Like. <laughs> Loki, Everyone's though. like, oh, you know they cast him for the acting skills because look at him. Oh, <laughs> Paul Giamatti so is top five favorite actors of all time. He's one I want to work with before I die. But um, the thing that I bet every time I bring that up, everyone looks at me just kind of like, oh, that's okay. cool. He played the rhino in Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2, didn't he? So um, love you, Paul. Uh, we're going to head on over to the Double R Diner and we're going to hit up Kenneth's Cute Cooper Corner real quick. So let's uh, get on over there. I know that this is not the theme that we usually use, but it's the best one of the show, and so I just wanted to use it. Anyway. I really don't have like a lot. The theme is still playing. She died two weeks ago. Can you just like relax for a second? Laura Palmer only died two weeks ago. Every episode of Twin Peaks is a day in Twin Peaks. How wild is that? kind of blows my mind holy crap every episode of love island dude is a day of love island <laughs> <laughs> and did you guys know that tame impala is only one guy <laughs> did, 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 did you know that that the weekend is only one guy not three but, days but gnarls <laughs> but i thought that it was but gnarls barkley is is two guys i didn't know that it's a dead man or it's ah oh, fetch what's his name it's Charles Danger Mouse and um, Dead Mouse. No, what's the name of this? No, what's the name of the guy? CeeLo Green. Yeah, uh, okay. I knew that. Kenneth's cute Cooper Corner. I don't have much to say. I don't really I think have the scene say, with him shirtless. Yes. Ha- can that give was you enough. What I was gonna say. All of his say tape recording that. in this episode. Continue. Honestly, I also, we're not letting you do this. Yeah, you guys, we're not letting fine. you do I'm this. I'm actually. That's it. That's all I got. Go ahead. That's all. Come that on. Is. You are it. Cooper now. Do it for you the are sake Cooper. Of it's Cooper. your backyard. You do whatever you want, <laughs> Sheriff Truman. Yeah. Mm. I honestly thought that was, that was kind of cute. Cooper, is this okay with you? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Cooper like voices his opinion, and then he gets shut down, and then he's like, "No, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right." I love you. If you think so. If you think so. <laughs> it's fine. Can I kiss you? Can I get a kiss on the cheek? You know Don't forget that you're mine. <laughs> Don't forget that you're mine. Do you guys know what that's from? That's from Army Hammer's text messages oh, yeah, about drinking right. Don't people's forget blood. Mind. Don't forget your mind. Don't forget that you're mine. That's so, so funny. We're going to... Is it cool if we go to doubles? Yeah. Oh, wait. I had one more for you. Oh, sure. Um, you whenever whenever Leland is like, can I show you my clubs? Cooper's like... Sure. I guess. He's like, it's so, it's so hilarious. All right. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, sure. It's the first time Cooper's ever been like, oh. I know. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, when I ever see him really that. being like. It was the most relatable. <sighs> just like, um, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Okay, doubles. Um, like I was saying at the beginning. Is Kyle McLaughlin ever in Seinfeld or was he too young? His last name is Horse. And there's a horse. White Horse and Michael Horse. Yeah. Dang, girl. 
There should have been a subplot where Julia Louis-Dreyfus went on a date with Kyle MacLachlan in Seinfeld, and it never happened. Well, there is a, um episode where um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has a dream about a guy on a horse. Am I am I on the right track here? I'm pretty sure there is. Sign Peaks, if you're listening to this, let us know, because I yeah. might be off. Okay. I can't think of a lot of devils. I'm sorry. I can't. Really. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, Maddie, uh, Madeline, dead, and Laura, no, dead, and... <laughs> okay. Question of the week. We also watched the last night in Soho trailer today. Just oh, my gosh. reminded me of I'm Vertigo, so and yeah. it's it's Mulholland Drive, dude. Mulholland Drive. <laughs> yeah. Bro. A double feature, Mulholland Drive and yeah. last night in Soho. It'd be really cool. Oh, my gosh. Mm. That's really and cool. And Perfect Blue, and a bunch of others. Don't you worry. Listeners, we're going to be doing our You reminded me of Under Mulholland the Silver Lake a little bit, too. Have you two. seen Under the Silver Lake? You would I have. love that It's movie. on my list, though. You would like That's Under an ass-kicking movie. That movie rocks. And then when you're done watching Under the Silver Lake, I'll send you many a link about all of the Easter eggs in it. I think it's the movie with most Easter eggs ever. It's Have you have you gone down that rabbit hole? It's like the Hollywood, it? what is it called? Hollywood Babylon type deal. Yeah. Is he also making a movie about that? Because he already did. Damien Chazelle is. Damien Chazelle is. Because when Damien Giselle does it, they'll listen. Yeah. But when that guy does it, they won't listen. And it gets crapped on for no reason. Even that movie is freaking great. Question of the week. Is and I said I didn't want to keep a cell phone in my pocket because I said it would give me cancer. And you said, it's the cigars that are going to give you cancer. cancer. It's the T-bone steaks that you're eating that are going to give you cancer. Remember it was the same night that I told you that you're not going to be a good writer because you don't have a creative mind? Or you don't have a, a curious, curious mind? mind? Okay, so question of the week is if you were a law enforcement patrolman or officer or however we want it whatever the jargon we want to use and you have regularly seen the the behavior of Leland Palmer the last couple of days would you be like we got to keep an eye on this guy it's only been two weeks I wouldn't want this I'm guy to about, go like, anywhere I'm talking about dancing no in the lobby, I mean I mean I mean I would be doing that anyway oh yeah because yeah. Yeah, yeah. odds are it was you or like a boyfriend yeah and if it's not Bobby then it's probably you I am so glad that the writers were so smart to be in the first episode was like it's not bobby mm-hmm. yeah. like, we're gonna take this off the table right now that's so true um well we're about to start a new rule on this podcast do you think it could have been bobby at any point no he's too pure he really is innocent well and he really cooper, is cooper tells in the first episode is like it wasn't him yeah. yeah he says it pretty quickly so uh we're i'm about to introduce a new rule on this podcast favorite scene who won the episode only it's a draft Okay. So you can only if once someone takes it, it's gone. That oh. goes for who won the episode. Okay. I'm gonna spin this if wheel. If you guys can't see, he's on webkins.com on the wheel of wow. <laughs> wheel of wow. He's gonna get the wheel of wow. You know, I think it's kinda that cool that you guys are able back. to talk about webkins and have fun about it. I never had I was one. poor. Uh, <laughs> I had like six, so Okay, I'm gonna click this. I to had spin. a panda. I had a dog. And our first, our first pick will go to McKenna. Now Yay. you're gonna wait. I'm gonna, Whee. I'm gonna do the other ones. Okay. So you get first. I get first, like. Second pick goes to. Okay, it's picked McKenna again. So I'm gonna go ahead and. So that's awesome. No, just a little. Second choice goes to McKenna again. Oh god. Second choice Somebody goes to later. Bradford, which means third choice goes to me, and then first choice on. Who on the episode goes to me, and then it goes back to Brad. And We're doing scenes first. Do we always do scenes first? We are doing favorite scene first, yeah. Okay. Favorite scene, McKenna, you go first, but you go last on who won the episode. 
Okay. That's how the draft You know works. what it is. It's Shelly. I, I do love that, but off. I'm not going to choose that. You I love, actually... love do-right Bobby. you want to keep that to yourself. Because that's for me. But for all of you listeners, I'm probably going to choose... Oh my goodness. There's like a set, there's a couple that I'm thinking of, but I'll just go ahead and choose the scene with Audrey and Cooper. That's a great choice. Sexual tensions and just general tensions and at an all-time know, high I in really, that scene. I really loved That's the music choice. with it too. Yeah. That oh, I've yeah. never heard that before. Have we heard that before? Uh, I've never heard that song before, I don't think. I and don't it just remember. added a lot. It's very strangely wholesome. Mm-hmm, it is. It's really sweet. There's so many other scenes I like, but I don't. I just really like that scene. Bradford. It's her first like. It's she has a one-off thing in this episode. We don't see her before yeah. or after. Nope. She her hair looked. She looks great. Great. She looks, so she looks like Jacqueline Kennedy. She looks great. She okay. So my favorite scene. She got on his bed. Yeah. She got on and his she bed. That, she did that. Got his bed. She did that sexy sit thing. She did. She was just. Yeah. Or she's Anyways, like sitting on her legs. I don't. Mm. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I can't really handle that. We got, yeah. we got to make a new corner. She I was mean, way. I feel the sexy need. Sexy Audrey corner. <sighs> um. You need a minute. I forgot what I was thinking about. No. So I think that my favorite scene even though I love 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 the golf club scene because I remember it vividly and I was scream like almost screaming at my TV when that was going on. Yeah. There's um, my wall. You watched yeah, it. Yeah, it was anyway. your wall. Okay. Well, um I think just Leland dancing and then like laughing in the hallway and his whole yeah. display there is amazing. Yeah. I saved that for you. Just like Audrey is going to say to Cooper next episode. Oh, nice. I'm just kidding. I, okay. I think my favorite scene, if I and I'm not considering this part of your scene, I think it's when he, Cooper gets the phone call and is like, "Oh crap!" And then he the he heads out. Wait, no, no, too. sorry, Ernie, like Ernie and Hank talking at dinner. That's it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's it's definitely Gwen going through those double doors. Is my favorite scene. <laughs> Gwen uh, being told to shut up by Andy and Lucy <laughs> is my favorite scene. Yeah. All right. Shut up. I need to up, talk to you about my Or I'm going to shoot you in the head because I'm in charge around here. Who won the okay. episode? You all ready for this? Yours. Yeah, it's me. I go first. Ray Wise. Yeah, that's the correct Ray answer. Wise. Ray Wise. He might Ray be Wise. better Wishes. in Wishes. some parts of this than he ever will be. Yeah. He's always great. He is always great. But he... We're... I would say Leland. You get the highlights in this episode. I would say Leland, but it is Ray Wise. He's amazing. All right, Bradford. He's amazing. Who won the episode? He's got chops. Um, I mean, you took the correct answer. I did. That's true. Yeah. So... I'm trying to think of what else goes on in this episode. I guess I'll go with uh, the one-armed man. He's amazing in this. He's so good. He is really also good one of his better episodes. You're up, Skip. Um, I'm just gonna go with. Uh, can I like do a combo? 
Is it a combo meal? Um, this I guess. Can, can I, I do a, a combo? Can I do a combo. I guess um, okay. combo. Since you have last pick, I think it's fair. Well, I'm just gonna say Ben and Jerry. Oh, nice. I think that. I they, like I thought before. about that too. I thought about that for my favorite scene was. Yeah, that was just the entirety of the hook rug dance. Yeah, you need a better yeah. lawyer part, and yeah, that whole part. I remember that part after watching this. Like, I remembered it. A book. Cool. a book, a book, a book. I just loved that. Their yeah, their comedic They're duo great. is just incredible. This also is one of them at their best. There's like the bread, and like the sandwiches, and the a bunch dancing of other stuff. The walking around Hank. I'm depressed. He says it in this episode. I think he says the same thing when they find out Sarah. Di- yeah, or Laura, Laura died. Yeah. I'm depressed. And I just, I feel bad that we don't have that much time in this episode because I would have, I feel like we would have talked more about the flashback scene with them. <sighs> There's a, yeah, it's true. We Don't worry. We'll yeah. have time for that later. Oh, this little trumpet. There's a part, there's a, there's a motion and a, and a face that Ben Horn makes in the third episode of first season when Jerry comes by with the sandwiches, when Jerry's first introduced, where Jerry's like talking about the sandwiches, talking to, uh, to uh ben's the norwegian wife oh. and she goes ben but uh oh, there's yeah. this face that where ben does this he goes oh. yeah when oh, he brings yes. the and i over. and he's yeah. telling him yeah. to like bring the sandwiches like, over in spite of my wife's concerns yeah he's like he's like bring, bring that, that sandwich over, over here bring, bring that over and i think about that face like twice a week That's so funny. where I, like if i'm like watching a trailer for a movie i really want to see i just think of this that's so great. <laughs> Bring that on over. I want, I want that right now. Bring that on over. Really great. That's so um, we're Next week, you should break down how there's a movie coming out every week until October that you want to see. I will I will gladly do that. I will, awesome. There is a movie coming out every week until, until literally Christmas Day that I want to see this year, which is so great to have coming out of this pandemic. Okay, we're starting with Kenna. Rate the episode out of 10 before we head out of here. I really Get vaccinated. Yes. This is an announcement. We have Get, an announcement to make. I have an announcement to make. Get, Get vaccinated. vaccinated. If you haven't. Okay. But I rate this. I really like this episode. I feel like I I'd too. rate it a nine. Whoa. Because I, really, I like really, it. really, really like this episode, yeah. actually. Secret. I, I know I wasn't like, ah, but I actually really, really like this yeah. episode. There, actually, whenever there's a 10 episode, usually halfway through the episode, kind of go, ah, but yeah. she didn't do that this Which time. Which was last episode. Yeah. And the episode before that was really good. But. Goodness gracious. All right. Bradford, rate the episode. Yeah, see, it's up there, man. It's like, it's probably like if I had to make a, if I had to make like a list. Well, I wish we were recording what Brett's doing with like the mic. Like 20 episodes, you know, and I He's had to say. He's humping it with his nose. Hey. Practically. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, If I had to make like a, hmm. You know how there's like in Seinfeld, there's like the best of stuff. Oh, uh, a clip show? If the best of list was like 10 episodes long, this probably wouldn't make the cut. But if it was like 15, maybe. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So it's in the top half probably for you. like an 8 or like a 7. Show. It's really good. <sighs> okay, so we're going to say 7.5. It's in 7. the top 5. half of the show. So, because it's only 30 episodes. Um, Damn. I'm going to rate this an 8. I know it's one below Kenna, half above Brad. I also said 8. You said seven or eight. Seven or eight. We give it seven. If you want to change it to an eight, we can we can take that. Oh my gosh, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I farted. 
everyone who's listens to I threw up who's listened to us just now if they've ever been on the, the fence about how young we are Brad's saying oh my gosh I just farted us all laughing hard or like okay they're really effing young so we so, and totally I'm, available so yeah, yeah we, we, got, we got two single people in the house yeah usually three know. and one married man who's kind of He's kind of man, kind of locked down and simpy. So uh, I definitely give it an eight. It's very strong. It just doesn't have the supernatural gravitas. That's true. That usually I'm just kind of missing. That I, but I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that Kenna was wrong. I'm Kenna, not wrong. You definitely. Are, I'm not wrong. You definitely attracted to the, the some of the Audrey more comedy stuff in the in these episodes, which uh, I yeah. love too. And I just the, there were some emotional things in here that were like they weren't over the top, and I loved yep. that. Lots of relationships. Some of the emotional things stuff. in this in this show have been just like overkill for me, but nothing was in this episode. I was like, "This we is get it." You like Ernie now. Niles? Okay, cool. I can yeah. never give an episode that doesn't have Doctor Jacoby at night. I'm sorry. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> well, like we said at the beginning of the episode, thank you guys for giving us some fan mail this week thank that we could you. go over. Uh, we can't promise that we'll do it for every email that we get, but I mean, as long as it's a, is a uh, small input or import. <laughs> As long as it's small, we we can definitely go over it. We might have a mailbag episode later if it gets you know too excited. But um, thanks for coming with us this week. Follow us on Instagram, Three Fish and a Percolator Podcast, and that or I think it's just Three Fish and a Percolator. I can't remember. Just look for Twin Peaks, and uh, we have a lot of like <laughs> hashtag Twin mess. Peaks posts. <laughs> I'm a mess of a human. <laughs> so thanks. Uh, email keep, us at Three Fish and a Percolator <laughs> Podcast at Gmail I'm a psycho. And uh, we'll we'll catch you guys. We love you guys. What a crazy idea! If Jim Carrey played Leland. Thank you.